2: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. No Brady Quinn. Yes, he's okay. Yes, everything's fine. Yes, he'll be back on the show. You can listen to us, though, here on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through the rest of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all... Live, Live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we do have ourselves an update, some good news and bad news in regards to Lee Lap, our executive producer. Okay. The good news is he is awake. He is alive. <laughs> and apparently he is well. The bad news is he texted Justin Cooper and let him know that he's on a train leaving Connecticut right now. A
3: train? Yeah.
2: So apparently uh Coop, how did he end up on a uh, on a train? What <laughs>
4: God that sounded weird.
2: How did uh but why why is he <laughs> why was he on a train leaving
4: New Haven? No, he oh, just back. got off the train arriving in New Haven.
3: Okay. It just kind of connects with that message i saw like oops that wasn't for y'all like yeah. oh, okay, okay. Well, now uh the so next now, thing you know there's a train taking place I mean, I mean oh,
2: you know, know. so so he's only like what like a 6 hour flight away from uh from the studio so hopefully he gets on a plane then. and uh and uh, and is ready to rock righty, when he when he arrives so there's that that is the update for you we also had another update we were talking about earlier on the show apparently uh, some good news for the 49ers uh, Brock Purdy Uh, He is on his way to Jacksonville, and he is uh, working with a specialist, a sports performance expert, a private quarterback coach, and is showing uh, progress. Uh, And there's some feeling that uh, this progress means that, you know, there's a chance he could be ready to start the season. And he is the guy, according to everything that we have heard, uh, even though Trey Lance uh, seems to be further along with his recovery. The other part about this story is just kind of hanging out there, Sam Darnold. Only healthy quarterback they got right now. Like, what if what if it turns out Sam Darnold ends up, you know, just lighting it up first couple of (laughs) games, and next thing you know, he's the quarterback. Like, be
3: great for football.
2: If if you were at some point, if you were a veteran on that team, are you not looking around going, hmm? Feels like we got a roster that's ready to compete for a Super Bowl. Anybody gonna be healthy? Like is this? uh,
3: I mean, it wouldn't be anything new, right? I mean, (laughs) they dealt with that this past year, didn't they? Damn, man!
2: Like, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't help but think, who's up? Like (laughs) Kyle Shanahan, for all the success he's had with quarterbacks, he's not had a whole lot of luck when it comes to health. Like Garoppolo and Trey Lance and Brock Purdy in a playoff game and. All the other things that came along with it, it just feels like uh, the Niners. But through all of that, the Niners couldn't wait to let everybody know that Jimmy Garoppolo would not be their quarterback this year. That That's the one thing they were certain on. Jimmy Garoppolo will not be back. Uh, so the uh, 49ers uh, feeling optimistic about the arrival of Brock Purdy uh, for training camp and to be ready for the start of the season there. So the other the other aspect of this, when it comes to just, you know, Teams, because I think the most interesting quarterback situation or story to watch in the NFL is the Niners quarterback situation. I think that should be a featured on Hard Knocks alone. They should be the team featured on Hard Knocks. And speaking of Hard Knocks, we've got an update, LeVar Arrington. What we got? According to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, okay. the New York Jets are bracing to be involuntarily selected to be featured on Hard Knocks. So the only team that was willing to do it is the Commanders and as we've been talking about the pending sale is kind of the sticking point had they already been sold and had they already been you know uh, off and to uh Josh Harris or whoever's going to be purchasing the team the commanders are the team that would be okay with being on hard knocks, but according to Pro Football Talk, the Jets are bracing to be selected as the team. The NFL approached the Detroit Lions, or HBO approached the Detroit Lions about running it back. They declined, so now the NFL is <laughs> going to step in. I think you pointed this out. Why don't yeah. you just pick somebody and say tough pick balls somebody. if you don't like it, and it's going right. to be the New York Jets. Apparently, that's
3: what of we're course it at right is. Now. I mean. <laughs> Was there going to be any surprise to that? I mean, like, oh, <laughs> let's see. Let's we have to narrow this one down. Um, let's see. This team, nah. Yeah, this team, yee. team, hell no. This team, well, maybe. Uh, yeah, we knew it. It's, Why were we wasting time? We just needed to waste a little bit of time. Uh, we're gonna go with
2: the Jets. If you're if you're HBO, this has got to be the best case scenario of any team. Not only just the four remaining, cuz yes. the team the team that's been talked about in the NFL the most this offseason has been the Jets yes. because of the Aaron Rodgers aspect to it. And so if you're HBO, you this is sort of landed on your lap. You like if HBO can't do something with the Jets this year, let's just pull the plug, close the coffin lid and put an end to Hard Knocks. If you can't get this one, to be must see television or get people to rally around watching this, then it's over, dude.
3: It just depends on what what personalities they're willing to give. Like, are you gonna be willing to be who you are in front of the camera or not? And that's gonna dictate how how this is all received and how it's viewed. Because if 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 Salah or Aaron Rodgers or anyone else is not willing to be who they are in real life in front of those cameras, then it's just not it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I think that that's the largest problem you run into. That's why I think that production honestly should be done by former players, former pros. It really should be in a way like yeah, you should have collaborative efforts by people who who handle the content and the production and of it and and help direct it but you really need to have former guys involved because there is this unwritten rule to not trust the media. You don't trust them. And so therefore you have a wall up immediately the moment you see a a, a camera the the moment you see you know the the person who's who's doing the talking and doing all of that stuff there is an immediate wall that goes up and and it's 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 for protection. You know, athletes don't trust the media. Like you'll hear a guy you're like, oh, they did that whole mic'd up for sound. And you'll hear a guy cover up the microphone and be like five oh, five oh dog, five oh. Like, I'm letting you know the players letting you know that they have on a microphone and that anything you say can be heard and and so be mindful of the things that you're saying. There's, there's, there's no trust. Didn't Rashard
2: Mendenhall? Didn't he? Isn't he a writer for HBO? Uh,
3: that's who they need. He did All American, I believe.
2: I, I think he did Ballers as well too. I think he wrote. Did for, he do Ballers? I think he wrote for Ballers. But like Rashard Mendenhall would be perfect. that would
3: be a perfect. That would be a perfect name like get a former player involved with what's going on and have that former player walking around with with the camera people and stuff like that and have them sit down and do the interviews because it's going to hit differently like I'm just I'm just being honest you want to make the show better you can't have a schmuck walking in there talking about so Aaron how was camp today good but if a, if a pair walks in like hey Aaron like look I know how these practices go I know how they feel this that, you want I'll give you a great example what is the hottest radio show I mean you know outside of us of course Yeah. Of course. what is the hottest podcast radio show going right now who e- who's the host Easily, easy. The Jonas, Far and away.
2: the Jonas Knox show.
3: That's that's eleven a.m.
2: to dude. one Pacific time on Saturdays. That's two to four Eastern a time, time right here on Fox
3: I liked it. I liked it. Okay, who comes in second? And it's not even like it's not even you. You don't even have to really think about it. Who comes in second? I
2: mean, podcast wise, it's it's Rogan, it's Pat McAfee. Okay, it's, there you uh, go. You know, like there you Logan go. Logan Paul. You said the
3: you said the name. Yeah, you said the right name. Yeah, it's Pat McAfee. Like it's it, and you know why it works, and you know what Pat realizes and understands, and and these companies out here realize and understand. Listening to Pat, his biggest his biggest contributors are who. Former players. It's AJ Hawk, and now he's been bringing on Pac Man, like. You get real responses and you get real reactions. You look at the pivot with, with Fred, Freddie T and, and Ryan Clark and Channing and Crowder. You're getting different type of reactions. From the athletes and the people that they're interviewing, because the respect level is different. I mean, I'm an up on game guy, and whether people guy, want to admit it or not, that's just what it is. I mean,
2: I'm an up on game guy, which you can hear nine to eleven Pacific time, it's noon to two Eastern on Saturday. I mean, when that's when you me hear us talk.
3: But. The way the way TJ and Plexico and myself talk with one another is totally different than when we're talking to a regular civilian, Mr. Pantene Man, Pantene Man, yeah, stretch, stretch Armstrong. Armstrong. That's right, King along Cole with man. my man Sam Izzle Kizzle, for Zizzle, my D Dizzle, yeah, Dizzle.
0: yeah,
2: yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and, and I just I I look at the hard knock stuff and now, look at the hard knock he, stuff and I'm like, here's here's the, here's the question: How I have. is this going to work? This is the question I have, and and we're fortunate because Lee is uh, passed out in baggage claim somewhere in the East Coast at <laughs> a train station. Uh, we're fortunate Justin Cooper is with us here. So, Coop, you are an actor. You've got connections to Hollywood. You've got connections to entertainment. So this is really, I think, what's going to make or break hard knocks this year. You would know what the do's and don'ts when it comes to putting on programming. Can you film Aaron Rodgers
4: snorting ayahuasca <laughs> on HBO.
3: Is that how you do it? You snort it? I no, believe so.
4: You, you do not snort it. You don't? No. You don't use like a straw
2: or like a, a rolled up dollar bill to snort <laughs> ayahuasca? You don't do that? <laughs> no. What about like a pixie stick? You just uh, you dump out the <laughs> contents and use that? You don't use what? any of that? Ah! I'm
4: pretty sure you you make a tea out of it. Some Some sort of- some drink. Aussie, Why are you
3: acting like you? I'm pretty sure you know you to use some ayahuasca.
4: You probably going to
3: use some soon as you get
4: home. I have never Aussie, done. I have never done ayahuasca.
2: Ozzy Osbourne snorted up a row of fire ants. You mean to tell me Aaron Rodgers couldn't <laughs> snort up some ayahuasca on HBO? Like, it, like, what are the do's and don'ts here? I think that's going to make or break this this reality series for HBO this year. This is really important stuff. We got to get to the bottom of.
4: Well, if <laughs> Snorting was the way that you ingested ayahuasca i uh, I'm sure you could put that on there, but i the n f l wouldn't allow it I mean, why
3: because you're not drinking it, you're snorting yeah it? Like no, what they would, they wouldn they would, they, would, <laughs> they would no they wouldn't allow any why? D-
4: d- drug use on the program.
3: I mean, there's a ton of drug use from from getting them them tordal shots and yeah, I was stuff say, like them penicillin yeah, shots. I was,
2: gonna, I was gonna say, Rex Wright had a foot fetish. He was a star on Hard Knocks. Look,
4: they don't they don't, they don't they don't they don't care about drugs that can be, you know, given to you by a doctor. <laughs> that is okay, true. Okay, so they have the
3: doctor <laughs> give you the ayahuasca. Yeah. Is let's it, see that go on hard knocks
2: is it alawaska or ayahuasca i don't, I don't
3: care i've never i will probably never say it correctly and i don't care oh man but of all the options unless somebody brings it over and yeah. partake. <laughs> <laughs> we could go out back sit sit look at the mountain and <laughs> dip our feet in the pool and wonder if the pool Ooh. color changes or I mean, can down. you walk on water i wonder if it makes you feel like you can walk on water yeah Maybe. Yeah. I've had enough Long Island one day, one time to think that, hmm, that water looks like ice. By the way, I you I wonder gonna, if I could go ice skating on it.
2: When you're in Vegas, you gonna go to the pool at all? Pool parties are raging. I, right I mean,
3: now. I am in, in shape. Pool? I am in pool shape right now.
2: I mean, Coop, how long are you gonna be at World Series of Poker for? What's the daily schedule look like for you guys? I'm gonna be there for about a week. Okay, but like but what
4: you get up at what time, you go to the poker table, and then what do you do? Like what's the plan? Well, most of the tournaments start around 10 a.m. and usually usually play until, I mean, like midnight later. Oh, my God. I don't have the patience for that.
3: Coop, where do you, I mean, I know you anticipate winning, but best case scenario, like what do you really think? Like how you think this is going to go for you?
4: Are you trying to say like realistically? Yeah, yeah. Like realistically that's what I was happen. trying
3: to say gently, like realistically <laughs> going into this. What where, do you, where do you think you're going to play? Do you think you'll get like high enough to get prize money?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm, I've I've done it before.
3: Okay, um, that's all I'm asking. Please.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, I've I've ca- I've cashed before in a WSOP tournament. Um, I am trying to like I'm hoping to. To make it deep into day two. That is my that is my goal. What place did you deep finish overall
2: two. when you won cash at the World Series of Poker? Like, what place
4: did you finish? It was 836th place out of, like, 9,000. No kidding. Yeah. Great cash, homie. So you're pretty good. I'm okay. Yeah. How about that? He
3: was huh? flexing right there. Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. what he did? You're
2: lying, yeah, dude! Yes. <laughs> you're
4: lying! <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: All right, well... So, A liar! You're a liar, Sam! You're an idiot. He's just got all these. (laughs) What is happening? Hey, by the way, Sam, what was the drop (laughs) you just played? The ooh, what was that (laughs) one? Who is that? Is that somebody uh, here we work with?
4: Plaxico Burris. Is it? Let me hear it. (laughs) Ooh.
3: Ooh. Which, by the way, that that's up on game. By the way, and Damn you know right. he does uh, he does the morning show for FS1 now too. Yeah, yeah with with Craig boy? Carton. Uh, yeah, tell me his name again. Craig Carton. There you go. Yeah. That's the Carton Show. By the way, I
2: love the people that were like upset because Craig Carton. Well, he uh, he uh he went to jail and then now he comes out and he's got this TV deal with Fox. It's like, okay, nobody's allowed to have second chances. Hey, oh,
3: you want to hear something o- interesting? OJ
2: o- Simpson's got a fantasy football league, but Craig Carton can't do a TV show. Okay.
3: Hey, Dick you want to hear some 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 like how it goes down in 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 mammal land? How's that? Listen to this. Listen to this. I want everybody to listen to this. You heard that? What is that? I just put a fly down. I sent the fly to its final resting Wait, place, was it, baby. Was
2: that the fly smart of the electric one? Smash! Yeah. <laughs> Smash! Yeah! Nobody puts a fly in the electric chair like this, Joe. Huh? I'm talking about.
3: Boy, I tell you, he did the crime. He got, he got sentenced to death. Sit your ass down, fly. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> it is you need too. Somebody <laughs> hit that button. I hit that button. It did is. You
4: hear that? <laughs> I cooked that fly. I thought Levar was like clipping his toenails I, for a I, second. I, I did. I was like,
3: <laughs> I hear
2: something else.
4: No. I was like, what, what's They're happening like, this here? Is not a good use of uh on air time.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> you, a coop. You electrocuted a fly on the air. The fly
3: was a liar. Yeah, had to get him up out of here. don't you come do something about that, Peter? Right. If if Peter <laughs> comes after me for torching a fly, you know what? I'm bringing that fly swatter to a PETA's head. How about that?
2: <laughs> it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, with <laughs> you.
3: See, it's on. Oh, it's man. on. It's on the video too. Like, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> It's on the video. Patel, uh, Sager, you got it on the video.
2: By the way, uh, if uh, if any of you were wondering how we could go from the 49ers quarterback situation to hard knocks to the World Series of Poker to electrocuting flies, we just did. <laughs> how? No clue, but we just did. <laughs> uh, all right. Coming up next, though. You <laughs> wouldn't
3: hurt a fly? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> uh,
2: we are going to talk about... This story in sports, apparently one of the best to ever do it. Could be on his way out. We'll have the very latest on that for you right here on Fox
0: Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com
1: 2Pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: We are a part of a Rhythm Nation. You know who sings this? Come on, man. Janet who? Jackson. Oh, okay.
2: I got to know a Rhythm Nation. See, you grew up on Metallica. I grew up on Janet Jackson. There you That's go. That's the difference here.
3: Control!
2: <laughs> Petros told me because he saw me wearing a black hat and a black jacket. He said I look like one of the Rhythm Nation dancers. <laughs> And he was so right. I've that never worn funny. it since. Uh, that's but <laughs>
3: yeah, That's pretty good.
2: Uh, but uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LaVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. So we are going to have, uh, in a little over 15 minutes from now, we're going to have another edition of you, and you out here on a Tuesday morning as we close up shop here on a wild, wild little run that we've had uh, just sort of uh, all sorts of fun stuff have come up on this show. So we'll get into that again a little over 15 minutes from now. So the latest on – I can't believe this. It's still going on. So Damian Lillard, according to Chris Haynes, uh, he did the uh, reporting on this. He's been all over this stuff. Uh, and this is, these are statements from uh, Blazers GM Joe Cronin who said, I met with Damian Lillard and his agent this afternoon. We had great dialogue. We remain committed to building a winner around Dame. So the idea that Damian Lillard's going to get traded seems uh, less and less likely. The draft has already passed, and uh, apparently they're going to uh, to – stick it out in Portland at least for the short term. Who knows if that changes a week from now, two months from now. Who the hell knows, but Damian Lillard is still a Portland Trailblazer. And I got to be honest with you man, I okay. hope I hope he stays a Portland Trailblazer. Like what why why can't if he wants to stay there and he just wants to play and he doesn't win a championship or isn't on a contender I'm not going to hold it against him. And I feel like in the NBA, that happens all the time, that if you don't win it, you're judged differently than anybody else. How about the fact that he's just a great player? He's one they of the all-time them, greats? They call
3: him ring chasers, like how you chase tornadoes. Yeah. They call him ring chasers. Great point. Like, you know, it would be – it if all things given, everything, everything outside of, like, you know – contracts and and being happy if if you're talking purely just i want to win a championship and that's why you're leaving i was ready to stay in washington my whole entire career and i knew we were not going to win no super bowl
2: what do you mean come on
3: but i love the city so much that trying to get there trying to find a way to that elusive pinnacle of the sport was something that I was committed to doing no matter how realistic or unrealistic it was. I was going to try to do it as, as, as a member of that team. So sometimes you have guys like a Dame Lillard and it just appears that he's built that way where he has a very, very strong sense of understanding, self identity and and, and a sense of loyalty as to how it applies to the community that he's connected to, and and you don't you don't want to try to rebuild that or recreate that somewhere else. I didn't rebuild that in New York. When I left Washington, I remember I'll never forget the first game I came out of. It was a home game. I think we played the Colts and and like the season opener. And I came out. And I, I would, I would stay and sign autographs in Washington, literally until the last person was done, Jonas. Which, so I would be in college and in, and pro, I would be, I would be out signing autographs for, pop, possibly close to a couple hours, you know, after games, because that was just how much I, I, I felt about our fans. I remember I was signing nowhere near as long in in new york and and i was signing and signing and signing and then i started to walk off and the very moment i started to walk off dude goes you mother effer you sucked in dc you're gonna suck hair so just go back to washington you son of a b right and I, I remember thinking to myself, it like. Was
2: Dan Snyder. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would have been funny if it was, though. Um, I just remember thinking to myself, I don't belong here. Like, I don't belong here. Because of and, one
2: a hole? Who cares what that guy says?
3: Yeah, but it was the point of of, that was a New York Giants fan that was waiting to get an autograph. And that's what came out of his mouth the moment. Like, I signed a ton of autographs. But it was like that was still – there was still a person there that the moment I didn't – you know, I I would assume if I didn't sign that autograph in Washington, they'd have been like, don't worry, LeVar, I'll see you next time. Like, that was the rapport we had. That was like – it was like, man, like, and then you know what I probably have done? You know what I'd have done, Jonas? I'd have walked over there and signed that person's their autograph. I would have signed it. And then I'd have went, I would have went to walk away, and they'd have been like, one more, one more, one more. Please, please, please. And I'd be like, man, I got to go. I got to go. Then I'll see a little kid's face, and I'm going back over, and I'm going to sign again. And charge him full price. This dude turned me off so bad. He turned me off so bad. I was like, this just this ain't, this ain't my place. I, like, It ain't it ain't me here. Is,
2: I wonder how many players leave a situation they genuinely like.
3: And go to one they don't yeah. like, even though they might have got more money or whatever well, it may it, be. It's, you
2: it's know? Like, I think that's part of the reason why Kevin Durant argues in defense of himself. Because I think that Kevin Durant, and he's talked about this, where – when he left Oklahoma City, the only thing missing from his resume obviously at that point was he's are you going to be an NBA champion? Cuz in the NBA there's this obsession, this weird sort of obsession with oh, well you you don't have a ring, you never want a title, it doesn't matter. And Kevin Durant went to Golden State and he even talked about it and said I was expecting to feel more after I won. And I wonder if he looks back at it and goes, "You know, I I left I won my titles. Because I kept hearing I wasn't one of the elites because I didn't have a ring. And upon further review, I wish I would have just stayed in Oklahoma City where I actually liked it. I liked being there. Yes, it was a smaller area and it was a smaller, you know, a smaller brand in comparison to some of these others, but I wonder if he regrets that. And if you're Damian Lullard, why the hell should he have to go chase a ring to be higher up on somebody's list? Like if he likes Portland, stay in Portland. He's a great player. Right, like Sam I think, like I I, ho- I hope that he's like his motives for doing it is are for his motives and not because he he wants to be considered one of the greats and unless he wins a championship, he's not considered one of the greats. Like it just and 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 you would rather have stayed in Washington. All things like looking back on it, that you would rather stay. And, and have that's
3: stayed. that's the point I'm making, Jonas. Is if you love where you are, and I absolutely loved being in D.C., loved it. Loved, 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 loved it. But this, the situation went bad. The the franchise, the business part of it, it just went off the rails. And and so I was forced to leave. You know, I didn't want to leave, but I had to leave. And, and so if I'm Dame Lillard and I have that buy-in, that support, that love from not only the community, but from the organization, man, I'm not going nowhere. Because the longevity of that relationship stems and extends long after your playing career. I have zero of a relationship with the organization in Washington. Zero, and and it's something that it sucks. Like I hate that I don't have a a connection to to the team. I I, I was just at Penn State. Why am I why have I never not done the show out of out of the park for 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 Washington? Why do I not have relationships with the coaches or with the players or anything like that? It sucks. And and it's like you get a fractured relationship and in my case I get a fractured relationship with the owner and it totally dictated my relationship with everything else and that sucks so to me if you have that type of love and respect from the for, from the organization and you have that love and respect from the city then you stick together and you keep banging together and you try to make it work together because that's what what legends are made of. Whether you won, whether you want a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, or an a, a NBA title, or whatever it may be, a national title. That's why I don't like this transfer portal. Like nobody is thinking about creating legacies anymore. It's it's your ring chasing, your money chasing. Like you're chasing after some things that really the value of it can be diminished at some point in time, whereas the true value is your relationship with, with the people you build um, the bonds with through your time there. I mean, You go somewhere and you, you transfer here, you transfer there. You spent one year's time, one season's time. There's no real connection there. New York Giants fans don't have a connection with me. I don't have a real connection with New York Giants fans. I would have liked to have. But it didn't work out that way. So, to me, I like I like Dame Lillard's approach. I know everybody's like, ah, go get you a championship. Like, you deserve better and this and that. Well, if you don't know Dame Lillard's situation the way that Dame Lillard knows his and you're sitting there saying it would be foolish for him to stay in, 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 in Portland and continue on with the Trailblazers because he can't win a championship, then I would challenge you to take a look at where – you know, where you are in your life and how you handle things in your life. Right. You know, because to me, I like I like the principal values that Dame is standing on. Like, he's a real one. And, and real ones, they're just really hard to come by these days.
2: By the way, your last NFL game as a Giant?
3: Was the, the Cowboys.
2: Yeah. And... You won that game, and I had a safety sack safety of Drew Bledsoe in that game, which
3: actually led to his benching, and and in came the entry of one Tony Romo. How
2: about that, huh? And the rest is history. Yeah, don't yeah. tell me they don't remember sticks, stick city. No, Mar- I was balling Arlington.
3: that game. Now don't get it twisted. I was getting it in, and then my Achilles tendon blew out.
2: It's uh, well, you're here now. Well, there you go, and you know. We're all together a happy family all right it's two pros well, to we're Kepa not all Joe together but
0: Fox <laughs> yeah that's true yeah, that's true but uh... one day one day
3: Lord willing we will all be all back together again
0: Fox Sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo, of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the goat. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're
4: off the show! Are you serious? Yeah.
0: Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do it yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oreillyauto.com/2pros. That's oreillyauto.com/2pros.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio, and right now it is time for the progressive play of the day.
0: It gets away from now. here comes
2: Trout, and the Angels win it! Say goodnight to the Red Sox for a For Trout, stole a base, scores off the wild pitch. Bally Sports West Television on the call. That's your progressive play of the day. Progressive is making bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. So, coming up next, we're going to put a bow in this bad boy. It's another edition of You In or You Out, and it's yours right here on Fox Sports Radio. and relatability listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: Covino and Rich give me a hell yeah oh god
3: this song stinks yes it does <laughs> just Oof. thought I beat you to it
2: <laughs> Oof. shut up Lee <laughs> shut the f***
4: up oh wow <laughs>
2: That was the airline's telling me stop asking them to open the bar back up. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you. Uh, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. That'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. If you would like to hear everything from a travel nightmare to a quarterback dilemma to a Hall of Fame debate to a World Series of Poker story to a fly getting electrocuted, all of that is yours. <laughs> Via the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. I sent the picture to Sam,
3: so when when the show's over, go check it out. It it was a good fly. It was. It lived a good life.
4: It's something to behold, that's that's for sure. Out of there.
3: (laughs) Out of there.
2: (laughs) also, uh, really we are going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific. And before we get to another edition of You and You Out, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
0: This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in, yeah please, or if they're out.
2: Alright, so because Lead the Lap again is uh, having a Bloody Mary next to a trash can he slept next to in an airport right now uh, Justin Cooper
4: is your executive producer. Coop, what do we got? Alright, well this upcoming weekend Harrison Ford is 80 years old oh, no. and he's going to be in the fifth and final installment Indiana Jones and in the Dial of Destiny Are you in? I think I am.
2: You know what? I just yes. changed my mind on the air. LeVar, are you any out on
3: this? I'm out. Really? What's Too wrong with Indiana
2: Jones? How old is Harrison? I
3: love he's Indiana eight, he's Jones. He's
2: 80. So he's 80 years old? Look, as long, as long as he's not trying to fly me around, I'm fine. <laughs> guy literally landed a plane on a golf course. <laughs> like, that'll work? <laughs> is that Indiana is that? Jones, Sam? I know That what doesn't it, sound. Oh, there oh yeah, there, oh, there it is. Go.
3: There it is. Yep, that is.
2: Hey, Coop, how much money has he made on the Indiana Jones movies? Like, what would you like if you had to guess? Like ballpark, five hundred I mean, million.
3: Flying planes around. Yeah, that's true.
2: And not we just well. talked
3: about people get look. Lee ain't doing the show because he ain't on the plane. I yeah. mean, think about it.
2: Like, what, what would you get? Like, if you had to guess, somewhere, what do you think he's made on all the Indiana Jones movies?
3: Uh. It's in the hundreds.
4: Yeah, it's got to be.
2: I, I, just, I just I
4: just looked it up. What have we got? It says all it says is over one hundred million dollars. Oh, okay, well, yeah. nice try,
0: Lyle <laughs> Shay.
4: You think he's made more from that than Star Wars?
3: I mean, that's the thing. He should that have. and Star Wars together. Harrison Ford. I mean, he talk about somebody who, sh- who chose the right movies, the right character at the right time. I mean.
2: He's also the uh, the fugitive. Got his ass beat on a uh, train by a guy with one arm. Yeah,
3: well, his you know. net
4: worth totals three hundred million dollars.
3: There you go. And Good for him.
4: He is the ninth highest paid actor in Hollywood at, oh at eighty years old. Really? Yep. Still? Yep.
3: <laughs> at eighty. You years find old. this camp.
4: Good for him. All right. What else we got, Coop? All right. We have on July first. The 2023 USFL championship game between the Pittsburgh Maulers and the Birmingham Stallions. Are you in or are you out? In.
3: The Pittsburgh Maulers. I grew up on the Maulers. The Maulers.
4: By the way, isn't Eddie Garcia a Birmingham
2: fan? I want to say I, th- I thought he was. Like, in fact, I think Eddie already left the studio to go try and stand in line to get tickets to that game. He's, but he's, he's, he's from there, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so he's a Birmingham fan. So, yeah, why not? You know, it's the last, like, legitimate game we're going to get to, what, the the Hall of Fame game in the NFL coming up here soon? Got to be in on that. Are you rooting for Pittsburgh or Birmingham in that, Lavar?
3: No, Pittsburgh, man. Come on.
2: So, so you really grew up a Mauler's fan?
3: I did. Wow. Same, same logo. Now you just murder flies on the air. How's it
0: feel? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Fly killer.